Are you ready? Ready, ready. Fanatic Yola. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have been waiting for this moment, waiting for this moment, everyone. I know some of y'all are like, girl, we have missed three Fridays. We don't have any episodes from you, but this is the day. This is the day because I have one of the Haitian sensations in the booth, and we have my dad, Pierre Smith. Dad, you can... Hi, Jojo. <laughs> How you all doing today? <laughs> Dad, these are the people. The people can hear you, and they could, they're... Dad, you know how many times people have been asking to hear about you and mom? Like, you guys have been one of the, like, the top, hot topics for interviews. And guess what? Here I am. Okay. This is the day. Okay. <laughs> this is the day. <laughs> so, Dad, we are going to talk about uh, who you are specifically. You're growing up. And just it's gonna be just a regular conversations, okay? Great, I am ready. All right. So um, before we get into anything, uh, so usually when I start up the start off the the episode, I do a little introduction, talk about how my day was, kind of get the people, um, you know, settled in wherever they're going because some people are going to work, some people are at home listening to this. So um, we're gonna start off with how are you feeling? How was your how's your week going? How is everything? Everything is wonderful. We just came back from disaster relief effort in Louisiana, okay. where I got the privilege to witness firsthand what Ida has been doing to the lovely people of Louisiana. So okay, let's talk about that. You are when pe some people don't know what disaster relief is. I, I don't want to assume, but some people don't. So are you, like, when you say you're in disaster relief, there was a hurricane that went through Louisiana. That is correct. Right, and then you you are, you did what sp uh, specifically? I was sent by the Salvation Army. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to be the logistic chief. The logistics chief. That sounds like a big position. Kind of. However, by the time you get to the disaster site, you do it all. Okay. Whatever needs to be done, you are ready to roll. How many people you have on your team, Dad? In my team, uh, we got about 12 to 17 people. And all those people report to you? No. We are all together in what we call the incident management team okay. with specific uh, job description. Okay. However, at the end of the day, we are all pulling together to do what needs to be done, like clean up Cambros okay. make the team work. But you're the head chief in charge. Uh, not really. I was in charge of logistics. Which means people are reporting to you. Uh, not necessarily. Dad, but to just me, say, just but say just, you're the boss. No, just no, 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 no. Yes, no, no, you are the, the boss. The, no, no, the, now think about, when you think about logistics, think about UPS, you know. You know where things are, how to get things from point A to point B. Yeah, and who's doing that? You are. So people are coming to you to figure out what's going on from point A to point B. Kind of, but not necessarily to me because there is an all-incident team, so things uh, come from the top down, and I'm somewhere in the middle. Oh, humility works really well on you, Dad. Well, that is the way, that, that's the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you come back from Louisiana, and then you, did you get a chance to rest? Uh, yes, I did. Okay, how yeah. long did you rest after, for? After 14 days, you know, technically you got a two days 
uh, resting period, we are fine. Okay, okay, okay. Good stuff. All right. So um, we're going to get into it, Dad. We're going to get into it. People want to know who you are, what you're all about, um, and who's your favorite child, because it's between me and Lusan. <laughs> who's your favorite child? But we want to know, what. who is Pierre Smith? Pierre Smith is Pierre Smith. That I, that a simple man, a simple person. A simple man, a simple a person. A child of God. Okay, Dad. But th- you're not a simple man, a simple person. What do you mean? That's who I am. Dad, you're not a simple person. What you got in mind? What you want me to tell you? I'm just saying, people want to know who you are. I, I didn't grow up with a simple person. A simple well, man, a simple father. Well... Technically, from the get-go, I'm kind of a team player. A team player. A team player. Okay. All right. Uh, It's a kind of person where I enjoy being around people. Okay. Okay. And a type of person who enjoy life. Okay. A type of person that, to me, life is great. Okay. Uh, To me, life is, can be stressful. But you don't have to take the stressful moment of life. So you get to see life from all that God was intended for you to enjoy. Okay. So tell the people where where you were born and raised. Oh, born and raised in Akaye, Haiti. All right. Uh, My upbringing was great. I was the only child from my mom's side. Okay. And two from my dad's side. Uh, I grew up like a normal kid, uh-huh. like I said, enjoying life. Uh, went to school knowing that uh, if I did my best, mm-hmm. I will be successful. Okay. And how did you and mom meet? Uh, we just happened that we went, we grew up in the same village first, right. and second, we went to the same high school. Okay. And uh, what else you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I know this stuff. The people want to know you. Now they know it all. The people want to know you. Okay, tell us the top top three things that you value in life. Oh, uh, top three things. I value education. Okay. I value music. Yes. And I value people in okay. general. Education, music, and people. Why those three? Why education? Well, look, education is the key. Mm-hmm. The best, the, the more educated you are, I'm telling you, you will be successful okay. first. Now, the second thing is music. Yeah. When I'm growing up, I didn't have a chance, you know, to know music. Mm-hmm. Those resources were not available. Okay. But later in life, I discovered that uh, people who are involved in music, especially the kids who are mm-hmm. involved in music, you know, uh, they have a better chance of success in life. Because, okay. look, when you are doing music, first, you are doing reading, you are doing uh, math, mm-hmm. you are doing, you know, you got it. Now, you don't have to tell a kid uh, how to do fraction if that kid knows how to play half note and quarter note, okay. things like that. Right. Half plus half, you got one. <laughs> you know, one four quarter notes, you got, it's one beat a, 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 a note. Right. So it's built in. Right. And by the time that kid realizes, you know, hey, you know what? I can blow a C. Yeah. It's, 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 it's fascinating. Is it true that every child you come across, you make sure you put an instrument in their hand? Oh, that. No doubt about it. <laughs> because it, it, it is the deal. It is the deal. 
now think about it. Okay. If you got a child to go up like I was growing up, mm -hmm. most likely uh, the money for higher education will not be available. Right. So first, I will tell the kid, listen, I'm going to help you to learn music first to glorify God. Right. And second, if you are serious about music, you may have a music scholarship. Right. Three, by the time you don't want to play music anymore, first it's too late, and second, you can play music wherever you want to make money. Right. And then God will do whatever he has to do with you. But the, bab, uh, the bottom line was, hey, you know what? <laughs> Learning music, how to praise the Lord. Okay. And then the third thing is people. Well. Why are you friendly to people, Dad? Some people don't deserve your kindness. You and Mom are very kind people it, to it, people who don't deserve your kindness. It, it's not a matter of uh, people deserving things or not. Uh-huh. Okay. I didn't deserve any of the things that I'm enjoying now. But it is a way of helping people. Mm -hmm. You know, give them chances. Not one, but chances in that's life. A, a lifetime of chances, Dad? Of course. That's 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 what control. we call forgiveness. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay? That's what we call forgiveness. All right. You got me there. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right, Dad. So here we go. We're going to keep on going. <laughs> All right. What is your favorite, what would you say, how was it parenting Lusan and I? And for those who are just tuning in, Lusan is my brother, so there's only two of us. Oh, let me ask this before you say this. Yeah. Why did you, why did you and mom decide to have two? Why not more kids? Well, we did not decide to have two. Okay. It just too happened to be the number. <laughs> <laughs> Two just happened to be the number. Yes, ma'am. You weren't going over two or two. Well, it's just a God thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how was it raising both of us? What would you say are the similarities and differences? Well, raising, uh, well, let, let, let's put it this way. Raising both of us was kind of interesting. But because, raising Lusan and I. Right. Be, be, because, you know, parenting is like, how to put it nicely? Parenting is a progress. Okay. Okay? It's a progress. By the time you know, you, you, you think the way your parent has been bringing you up mm -hmm. and you're trying to do a better job. Right. But mm -hmm. it is a learning process. Mm -hmm. You know, you learn and you grow, you learn, you make mistakes, and you apply. But mm -hmm. the bottom line is the fact that I think every parent, you know, they want all the best for their children. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, sometimes when you are trying to do your very best, you know, you mess it up. Mm -hmm. But, you know, by God's grace, you know, we were able to, to do what God was required from us as parents. Okay. Let me ask you this. So someone asked me what they, they want to know what you thought when I first shaved my head into a mohawk. That was a crazy thing. <laughs> that was a crazy thing. <laughs> I, respect, I respect your choice, but that was a crazy thing. <laughs> Why was it crazy? Dad, it's a form of expression. I understand. I understand. I understand. You asked me for my opinion. Yeah, I, mean, I well, give you my opinion. Okay, I just okay. want to be honest with you. Yes, it was yeah. a crazy thing. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? Because. Because it, was, it seemed to be crazy for me. <laughs> no, I grew up in a culture mm -hmm. where we are expecting uh, some type of, uh, 
I don't want to call it behavior, okay. but some type of style right. from people. Because right. every parent, for example, every parent, they want something mm -hmm. from their children. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's say, for example, I would like Giovanni to be the first lady of the United States. I now, would not want to run as president. In this, I understand uh, that, but, <laughs> this year. but 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 in order for you to be the president, uh, the mm -hmm. first lady of uh, of the United States, so there is a pattern, right? Okay, so that pattern, someone has to coach you. So whenever you are running for office, mm -hmm. they are not going to pull your crazy past to tell you, hey, for whatever reason, so and so cannot be the no first president. lady of okay. the United States. Okay. That sometimes that has nothing to do with reality, mm -hmm. but which we are trying to protect people Your from. Image. For, thank protect you. Protect my image. Okay. Thank okay. You. So now, what? Now I, my head is fully shaved. You know, this is this is now uh, a thing. You know, people are now being are very uh, expressive in the way that they dress and the way that they do their hair, and so <clears throat> a lot of people enjoy me with a shaved head. Now. If I pull your and I'm a director, I understand. Uh, so if I pull your 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 your, your baby pictures, yeah, okay, you prob you probably not realize how much your mommy was concerned about your hair. Okay, <laughs> she said I used to rip it out when I was younger. Exactly. Yeah. But she went to a great length of you know what I got my daughter. She doesn't have any hair, and she got to do her very best for you to go hair. Yeah. And she basically. Uh, spend a lot of time and resources right. for a girl to get her hair. So she will put those nice bows, you know, things like uh -huh, that. Uh -huh. And here you are now, you know. With, 31 with a shaved head. Uh, the shaved head. You know, so. But, Dad, we are not our hair, as the great prophet, prophet India Ari says. We I, are not our hair. I, 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 the I, hair grows back. I, I understand. It grows back, no, no, Look, I, I, we respect your choice. We yes. respect your opinion. So basically what your mom and I did, you know, hey, you know what? You are the age. You can do whatever you want to do, uh -huh. but you are not going. Uh, we are. You are not going to hold us responsible for us. We oh. did. We did what? Why, what? why would I hold y'all responsible for cutting no, my no, hair? No, no. You we, think people be holding y'all responsible no, for no, no. my choices? No, no. Because most of the time, the people from a pastoral point of view, people say, "Hey." From a pastoral point of view, yeah. and from a cultural point of view, people always try to. Make assumptions? Yeah, make assumptions and catho uh, categorize people. Hey, uh -huh. look at, I don't want to say judging people. Okay. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Honestly, I don't have any problem with your hair. You, you see what I'm saying? Yes. But people say, oh, look at the, uh, uh, the, the preacher's daughter. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? They probably think I'm wild. Uh, well, <laughs> it, it's, in a the it, it, it's a cultural thing. Messing it, with drugs. No, it's I'm not kidding, the point. It, it, it is a cultural thing. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because we're still fighting culture. Right. And honestly, in some culture, the way you present yourself, people will have assumptions about right. it. They might not, that doesn't mean they are right or wrong. You, right. you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you need to keep in mind that, okay, <clears throat> this is me, this is what I'm doing with my hair, mm -hmm. my body, but people might have... Other assumptions and opinions? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. All right. If you could choose... If if you looking back, if you looking where I'm at now, right? Or Lusan, if you could have chose a career for us, what would it be? What would it be? Salvation Army officer. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Dad, we do not want to be pastors. I don't want you to be pastor. You ask me a question. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is where because, I respond. Look, because there is nothing better than uh, working for the Lord 24-7. We are uh, working for in, the Lord. In a ministry. In a, different, in, in, in a different capacity. In a ministry position at the Salvation Army. Okay. Wow. For those who do, for those who are tuning in, my parents are pastors uh, for the Salvation Army. No, 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 no. Let's correct that. We are officers. Office, but some people, don't, Dad. Some my, most of my listeners don't know the the language and the lingo. Let, of let it. me get the language straight for you. Okay. As officers, <laughs> as officers, we are pastors also. But yes. We are not pastors. But we for are, those who are not familiar with the culture and the organization and all the ins and outs. Well, the, the, the reason I say that, is, that this, this is the part. This is a, you all are pastors and, administ- and administrators. No, 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 no. Listen to me. Dad. Listen, li- listen. Oh when I emphasize officers, that means more is required of officers than pastors. Okay. Well, for those who are not familiar with the language and the the titles, Dad, that's how you explain to people who are just listening for the first time. Yes, we ma'am. are. We are pa- like when people ask me, like, "Oh, what do your parents do?" I'm like, "My parents are pastors for the Salvation Army." It's, it's too much to go, Dad. It is too much to go into all the details and the nitty gritty of it. It's too much. Because people don't know, it's a little, we're in our own little bubble. I understand, but they got to get the full picture. Right. When they want the full picture, Dad, when when they ask for the full picture, I will send them to you. That's why we said officers. Okay. But when they need the full picture, we will go with them. <laughs> yes, okay? ma'am. We will yeah. go with them. Yes, ma'am. Now, Dad, so you were born and raised in Haiti. Yep. You spent majority, from Haiti, when did you come to the United States? I, uh, well, basically your mom brought me to the United States. Okay. Oh, look at that. A woman. Yeah, yeah. Bringing a man. Yeah. Come on, women. Yeah, we were married in Haiti, and then she, uh, she was living in the, in the state, mm-hmm. uh, and then she went, married me, applied for me, and I, and I think I got back. here around uh, 89. Okay. Yeah. And you and what what's your take on the immigration crisis that is going on? Because some people don't know about it. Well, the immigration crisis is all about politics. Okay. That's pure politics. Mm-hmm. Simple, mm-hmm. like that. Okay. Okay. So, uh, the world is a global village. Right. People are looking to have a better life. Mm-hmm. Wherever they can find a better life, that's where they will go. Right. But the downside is the fact that some superpower, they will create some type of vacuum somewhere else you mm-hmm. are around the world mm-hmm. to make those kind of things happen. Mm-hmm. Now, when we talk about immigration, most of the time people will see a bunch of Haitians going from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. However, that immigration problem, we call it uh, a mid-mid mm-hmm. problem. Why do you think people are moving from point A to point B? because of lack of resources where they are. Right. Or they are looking for a better life. Right. Okay. However, there is that element of color. Right. Most Haitians are black. Right. And whenever they see a bunch of black people, they think they are just Haitian. Right. And that's one of the reasons for what is happening now in Del Rio, Texas. Yeah. They just kicked out a bunch of black people without knowing 
if they are from Haiti, if they are from Africa, or mm -hmm. wherever they are in the world. Mm -hmm. Do you think they're threatened because of their color and culture? Well, at 75%. <laughs> at 75%. Yeah. And plus, they did not give them the privilege of hearing their cases. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's what I said earlier, that immigration thing is all about politics. Do you think it matters who, who's in office? What do you mean who's in office? Like, so if, do you think it would matter whether it was like the Trump administration, Biden administration, do you, like, I think a lot of people are disappointed in this administration because they wanted, there was promises or there was probably things said before when they came in. Well, let, let, let me share this with you. Mm -hmm. This is not politics, but it got some political element on it. Mm -hmm. Now, when it's come to Democrats and Republicans, there is no difference. Oh. There is no difference because they are all defending the interests of the United States, mm -hmm. which is great. I do not have any problem with that. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is that the, okay, for example, the Republican, mm -hmm. they will tell you flat the way it is. Mm -hmm. But the Democrat, they are going to play around the bushes, making you feel, hey, you know what, I'm with you, I'm not with you. But you are this, but you are not that. They are playing games. But the, the Republican will tell you flat. Dad, we, are you saying that you're a Republican? No, ma'am. <laughs> I'm not saying that I am either Republican or Democrat. Okay. I registered as independent. <laughs> Just for your information. <laughs> <laughs> We're not getting into politics, Dad, because I don't need any of my listeners trying to come for me and my family. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I... I we support Biden and uh, Kamala Harris. That's that. That's okay. I don't have any problem with that. Yeah. But the bottom line is, either the Republican or Democrat, they are defending the interests of the United States. And that's a problem. There is nothing. It's not a problem, but that's the way they see it. But so, be, so, for, so, you, for you coming from a different country, they're not, you, you're saying, uh, what? like, are you saying that it's more so of, you feel like it's only the interest of the United States and not the interest of any other country and other, other people? Look, we are living in a global village. Mm -hmm. So whoever you are dealing with, either the Democrats or the Republicans, you need to be able to tell them, hey, this is what I want for my country. Mm. Okay, you give me this, I give you that. Do you think the United States care about other countries? They do. In what, in what way? Well, for their best interest. For their own interest? Exactly. And, okay, now, go more into it. Uh, Go more into oh, oh, for, for the best. Okay, for example, if you let, let's think about that immigration, mm -hmm. for example, now, now you got a bunch of let, let's say the this administration, okay, mm -hmm. they allow a bunch of Asian people to come here and then give them their TPS. That's good, but these people they are the middle class, most of them, I would say 90 percent, they are the middle class Haitian people, mm -hmm. okay. Now they came here, most of them with a great education. Mm -hmm. But the American government did not pay for that education. Mm. So they get it for free. Mm -hmm. So while you are accommodating them here, so people back home, that middle class is kind of wiped out. Mm. You know? So we used to get, well, the higher class, the middle class, and the lower class. Mm -hmm. Now that middle class is out of business. Because they all moved to the United States. Right. Not, not only to the United States, they go wherever they need it mm -hmm. or wherever they can, think, they, they can find things. Uh, that's kind of appealing to them. Do you think that the, um, because Haiti was the first um, uh, black nation to be free? 
Well, not only Haiti was the first, the first black nation uh, to be freed, but as an Haitian American, mm -hmm. I think the Haitian people are still paying for that. Oh, how so? Okay, for the eyes of the superpowers in the world, mm -hmm. that example that Haiti gave, they got to prove the other black nations. So don't be fooled like Haiti to claim your independence because this is what happened to Haiti. Mm. And honestly, all the superpowers in this world, mm -hmm. they have contributed to put Haiti where it is as far as both ways. Who, who, who are the superpowers? Is that like... Un U United States, France, Canada, and, 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 and uh, 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 London. Great, great Britain. Great Britain. Wow. Do you think, like, um, do you think that the country... This is my last question, because we go yes. on and on. Do you uh, think that Haiti could ever get back to what it was before? Well, that's a new generation. I think that's going to be up to that new generation, to, to the new generation, mm -hmm. to know the history of Haiti. Mm -hmm. To know, hey, this is where I came from. This is who I am. Yeah. Because, look, when you try to help me, mm -hmm. instead of giving me a fish, just teach me how to fish. Mm -hmm. And that's what we have been dealing with. Mm -hmm. And the worst case scenario that, that is happening now in Haiti, you got too many non-profit organizations. Mm. So all these non-profit organizations, when they go to third world countries, they are not there to help you. They are just there to make you poor than the way uh, ah. you have been before. Does that make you angry as someone who was born and raised in Haiti? Well, no, I'm not. No, no, no. It, it, it's not me. But it is. But that's it, your home, Dad. Exactly. But it is a fact. It uh, is a fact. Mm -hmm. You know, people might tell you otherwise, right. but it is a fact. It's yeah. there. Yeah. You know. Okay. Yes, well, let's let's take a we're gonna take a quick break, Dad, and then we're gonna get into a sprinkle of excellence, and then get to know more about you. Okay. Great. All right. Hey, it's your girl Joe. Thank you for listening. If you want to continue the conversations, share your idea and topics, go ahead and check us out on the website www.acupofjoepodcast.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to A Cup of Joe. And we are here with my dad, Pierre Smith, and we are talking about him, his opinions, all the things, and just having a regular conversation. Let me also just say that my dad is the realest person you'll ever meet. He will keep it 100. Do you agree, Dad? You're an honest individual. Amen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> an honest but a kind soul. But before we get into that, Dad, I do this portion in the episode where it's called Sprinkle of Excellence. And so what I do is I pick and choose people, really people in my life, people I've seen, celebrities that I like, and I just give them a highlight, okay? Okay. So, um, it, so what we're gonna do, I'm gonna bring people in, and a sprinkle of excellence, Dad, is where we are uplifting, highlighting those who are doing great things in their lives, community, and or anywhere else. So they can literally just be existing. We wanna highlight them, okay? So our sprinkle of excellence is Raina Darden. Raina Darden, Dad, she is a phenomenal woman. She is all about health. She is a wife, she's a mother. She is a sister. Um, she is just an overall an amazing woman. And what I love about Raina is that she is all about treating herself great, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. She just has a good, she has a passion to make sure that she is living a healthy life. So, be, and because Raina is my sprinkle of excellence, please put your fingers together as if you are sprinkling brown sugar on your pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks specifically. And give it up for Raina Darden. So I do this every episode. 
every episode. So I gave, I've given you and the mom and Lusanne a sprinkle of excellence. I've even given Gabby a sprinkle of excellence, Dad. So you guys should be very happy because when I get famous from this podcast, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, when Oprah hears this podcast and then we, we go on tour with her. Giovanni, you are yeah. famous already. Oh, you Dad. might not realize that, but you are. Uh, <laughs> Dad, I'm just, a, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, I try to love, love the people around me. That's Thank all. you. Yeah, I just try to love the people around me. All right, Dad. So here we're going to switch gears a little bit, okay? okay. We're going to switch gears a little bit. If you can go back, if you go back and, and choose another profession, well, you've, you've been an engineer before. Electrician, okay. You were an electrician. Why do I say engineer? Maybe that's why I be telling people. You're an electri- <laughs> electrician? Yes, electrician by trade. Electrician by trade, right? If you could choose something else other than that or other than being a pastor or officer, what would you do? Hmm. What would you do if you gave, if God was like, what do you want to be, Pierre? I think I would like to be an educator, like a university professor. I, basically, I would like to be in the teaching business. Okay, you want to be an educator. Yes. What are you going to educate people on? Speaking another language? Uh, not really. Anything that life has to offer. Anything to help people uh, be a better person. A better person. And so. Like life skill. Okay. What life skills are you teaching people? Well, I would like to teach people how to deal with people in general. How do you deal with people, Dad? Well, love them. Dad, you say it's so simple, but there are people who are very trifling out here. I understand. Like, they don't even deserve love. I, I, look, love is, like they de- uh, define it, is an action verb. Mm-hmm. I don't say, I love you. I show you how I love right, you. Right, right. How to love people. Exactly. Okay, what else? So you want to teach people how to love people. What, what else do you want to teach people? I would like to teach people how to be real. Okay. We got too many people, they are fake. <laughs> yeah. When you see me, you see me. That's the real me. Oh my God. <laughs> this is the real me. Okay. <laughs> you have too many fake people? What of do you course. how do you want people to be real, Dad? Like you, and what what do you what do you define as somebody being real? Look, just be yourself. Just be yourself. Exactly. Okay. All not right. trying to impress people. Not trying yeah. to. No, I, I don't have to wear the latest uh, 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 outfit so people say, oh, you know, his outfit is kind of expensive. He's driving fancy cars. You know, he's is a big. Well, Dad, he's you're a, a big... frugal man. You, I don't see you wearing expensive stuff. Oh, keep things simple. Most of my clothes are from the. Uh, family store. The thrift store, Dad? Yes. You don't need to say that out loud. That, why not? Dad, I have no... Look, I'm not ashamed to... to do, but I'm not ashamed to shop at the thrift no, store. No, you're, like, some people love to shop at Coach, or some people no, like to shop at look, the mall. Nothing wrong with Have you tried to shop anywhere else but the thrift store? Can, uh, look, let me tell you this. Let me, <laughs> I was born in uniform. Okay. Okay? 
going to school in Haiti all my life in uniform. Okay. Okay. When I join the Salvation Army, I wear my uniform. Okay. And hopefully I will die in uniform. Let's not. So. I will like to put you in a better suit. No, don't worry. I got to bring your suit reserved for me somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Why but the bottom line is when I go somewhere else, I really don't have a need for that. Okay. I got clothes that I bought way back then. They're still there. Dad, I don't you, have time to wear it. You, okay. All right. Well, so, we're saying like, you know, some people like Ralph Lauren Polo, some, you know, some people like, um, I, I don't know what other brands, Nike, Adidas. I can't get my own brand. As a matter of fact, the other day I was thinking, you know, if I had to get a brand, I will say, you know, I will call it uh, money is afraid of me. Oh my gosh. Why? What? Money is afraid of me. Why is it afraid of you then? Because whenever I got money, I find something to do with it. What are just you doing to with help, the money? Just to help people. Some people don't need money, Dad. That, that, well, whatever, even though they don't What need, are you spending your money on? They don't, even though they don't need cash, but you can invest in their lives. How are you investing in people? Well, let's put it this way. You it, invest in people's music. You invest, I, I will say this, you invest in a lot of people's music uh, careers okay, and for, paths. Okay, for example, if you are, if you can afford, mm-hmm. A higher education. Right. If I can give you a jump start, I'll do that. Okay. 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 So, but I got to get the money for it. Because that's one of your values. Yes. Education is one of your values. First. And second, only God knows how many people in other places I can help. Okay. With my personal resources. Okay. Okay. So that's what I say. Money is afraid of me. (laughs) Because by the time the money comes to me, I find something for it. Okay. Okay. You have a place for it. If you give me one thousand mm-hmm. dollars tomorrow, I can give you a project for one thousand dollars. What project is that? You seem to have a lot of projects in Haiti, of, Dad. Of, you should. You you should look. It's not only in Haiti. We got projects all over the place. Dad, do you tell the people that you're basically the man in Haiti? I am not. You, Dad. You are. <laughs> you, that people, when I went to Haiti with you and mom, do you know, pe- people, people are like, you guys are a big deal. It's no. like, look, look, it's like, it's like this. You, you came, you came from, you started from Haiti or whatever, came to the United States and you guys come back and y'all don't forget about nobody. Look. No the, one. Y'all literally the, feed a whole village of people. No, no. The bottom line is we keep it real. Okay. I, That's where I grew up. Yes, and uh, you're looking after your no, people. No, no, that's where I grew up. So even though I'm in the United States, okay, when I'm with Giovanni, I, I, I knew way back then. Mm-hmm. So I'm still the related. same person. You're relatable. I'm still the same person. That's what I'm saying. You are, you are like a, a you're, you're, you're consistent. You're still the a, exactly. same person. Now this morning I can be with the United, uh, the president of the United States, but in the afternoon I can be with the worst homeless on the street. Does it matter? Okay. I'm still the same person. You're still the same person, whereas other people will switch up depending on who they're with. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So if you were, if you met with Jay-Z, Jay-Z, do you know who Jay-Z is? Uh, uh, give me some update on Jay-Z. He's, yeah. Jay-Z a rapper. is a rapper. Yes. He's Beyonce's mm-hmm. husband. Mm-hmm. Beyonce is a very on-point woman. Right. Huh? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, yes, yes. He's a rapper, like entrepreneur, on point. Like he's just, oh, you should look him up. He's great. Right, big guy, big wig, a big wig, I guess. <laughs> so if you if you had a if you sat in a room with Jay Z, what what's what's the first thing you're gonna talk to him about? You had the opportunity to sit. You had the opportunity to sit in a in a space with, with rappers and 
What's the first thing you're going to talk about? Whosoever, I will have the privilege to talk. Okay. The first question I'm going to ask, how can I help you? Oh, okay. Simple like that. Okay. Because I do have things they don't have. Like what? Well, for example, if they don't have a relationship with the Lord, uh, okay. that is the most important thing That for is me. the most important First, thing. First, now, when, if they do, the second thing I'm going to say, here, how can I pray for you? Okay, okay, okay. So it's all, it's all about relationship. It's all about relationship. You know, it's all about relationship is helping others to be closer to the Lord. To the Lord. Okay. If they know the Lord. Okay. If not, I will kind of introduce the Lord to them. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I just wanted to ask that. I just wanted to ask. That's fine with me. Um, Before we wrap up, Dad, mm-hmm. before we wrap up, is there anything else you want to share with the people? Because in other episodes, you and Mom would do the Haitian Sensations little drop of wisdom. What are you going to leave to the with the people? Are you ready? Let me tell you one thing. One, ready, one thing ready. I would like to leave is for people to, indif- to identify the people who help them to be where they are today. Okay. And as far as I'm concerned, there is a guy, he's been promoted to glory. Mm-hmm. He has been a very influential in my spiritual life. Who is that? That was Major Homer McKinney. Okay. I met that guy for the first time in West Palm Beach, Florida. Okay. He was the one who saw in me things I didn't see in myself. Yeah. Major Homer McKinney is the man. Okay. Because he's the guy that God used to work in you to bring me where I am today. Okay. So. So recognizing the people that got you to where you where you. Major McKinney is the one. So that's your wisdom to the people. Just Hallelujah. Re- <laughs> recognizing the people that got to yes, got you. Yes, you are not here by yourself. That's true. Quite a few people have been very influential in your life. Investing. The invest. right people, because you know there's people who want to invest in your life that ain't got no good spirits. Well, I, 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 well, I understand that it's all about leadership. Someone who got the same skill, someone... Some say, people hey, don't got the right motivations, Dad. Some they, people don't they, got the right intentions. They may not have the right... The right uh, they don't uh, even have the right intentions. I, I understand. Those, but, those people are called haters. But they got the same leadership style. Well, you, we need to stay clear of them because those people I, are I called understand. haters. Because haters. if you take a leader who can go on the street, tell the boys, hey, I'm going to come with me, I'm going to make you a millionaire. And before you know it, they brainwash the kids, mm-hmm. the kids on the street selling drugs. Yeah. Okay? On, this, on the other hand, you might find someone and say, you know what, I'm going to help you to discover what God has for you. Okay. Same leadership but different defa- motivation. Different motivation. Different okay. motivation. Okay. So. So making sure that people have the right motivation. That is correct. To. That is okay. correct. And then, uh, for example, you are here today. You are not here by accident. Right. But people have been investing, investing yes. in your life. Yes. Now, another person I met, I would like to share with you. Who? Jojo, do you yeah. remember your first youth conference? The person who kind of took. Oh, oh, the person who saw greatness in you. Yeah. Who was that? My first youth conference, the one that like the one that really actually mattered in me was um, the I would say was Leanne Craddock. You see, you are not here by she yourself. She was my counselor. I, I, 
look, I give props to the people who come with look, dad. I told you, mom, mom and dad, this. There's a pool of people. There's a pool. There's a handful of people that that people who are older than me, people who are in the same same age bracket as me. There's a team of people that I I will. Like when I pass and go to heaven, these are the people that need to be in the, at the funeral doing the thing, whatever. There's a team of people. And then there are wannabes. There's people who want to be on my team. We call them bandos, okay. bandwagon. They want to be on, they want to be on the bandwagon for me with, they want to be on Giovanni's bandwagon team. It, I don't want the bandos. That, I have my team. That, 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 that's why I So am. there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people who say like, oh, we're friends. They know me. She know me, whatever. Uh-uh. We don't be messing with them. We have a handful of people. That's right why here. I am sharing with your audience yeah. that we are not here by ourselves. Yes. We yeah. got a great crowd of people who have been helping us, who have been cheering us up. Right. Right. You got your team. You're an all-star team. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, thank you very much for yeah. the time and uh, I'll hope for again. the best. We live in the same city. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dad. Thank uh, you. Yeah, thanks, Dad. But um, y'all, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, next week, we're going to have my mom on the podcast, and she's going to share a little bit of what she, her life, and ask her questions or whatnot. Um, and then we're going to we're gonna wrap it up with both of them on there so we could get a little family reunion. So stay tuned. Remember, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, make sure you hit me up on a Cup of Joe podcast um, on Instagram, or you could email me, uh, com. And listen, please, please, please remember this, you guys. I am always here to fill up your cup. And stay tuned because I cannot wait to connect with you guys next Friday. Peace. Well, my good friends, that is a wrap for me. Stay blessed, not stressed, clean, but don't be mean. I am your girl, Joe, always ready to fill up your cup. Peace.